I'm so excited. Okay, my first question is... Oh, wow. Oof. Ooh, that's, a, that's something to start out with. Right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it depends on who's I like looking at I think I look queer. Yes. I think I I'm look trans. like the queerest that <laughs> I've ever looked. I think that now that I have short blue hair. For the most part, yes. Queers. I think like my haircut is... I like to hope that I give off the gay vibe. <laughs> Today, I think uh, I do. The queer vibe. What is looking queer, though? You're listening to Looking, Feeling, Queering, a podcast about what it feels like to look or not look queer. Scott and I chat about masculinity and makeup. We talk about his endless search for the perfect matte black lip. Spoiler alert, I've seen the pictures and it's damn hot. So hi. Hi. Uh, First of all, I want to know, do you think that you look queer? For the most part, yes. It definitely depends on the day. You probably know I vary a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, I would say yes. Cool. And has there ever been any situations where, like, maybe not explicitly, but kind of through implicit, like, looks, or maybe actually explicitly, people have told you that you look queer? Um, whether that is, like, like, in good situations or not nice ones? I mean, I think if I... Yes. Short answer, yes. <laughs> Long answer, it's usually because I'm doing that on purpose. Like, mm-hmm. there are some days where I'm like, I want to make people look at me today. I want to make people look at me and think, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what kind of things, tangibly, um, do you do to make that happen? Like, aesthetically. Aesthetically, it usually has to do with, since I identify as a man, try, it usually has to do with me taking on more femme aspects of clothing and aesthetics so if I'm wearing heels if I am wearing lipstick if I have my nails painted maybe I'll wear eyeshadow mascara makeup stuff Mm -hmm. like that usually and then maybe even some more things that are like markedly queer but not necessarily feminine Mm -hmm. so like capes very tight pants (laughs) (laughs) yes good the occasional flannel. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> flannel is the thing I have written here. Um, do you ever, have there ever been spaces or events or anything where you felt either too queer or not queer enough, whether that's like on a job search or at like a queer party or I don't know if you went to mix, something like that? Hmm. <clears throat> I don't think so, just in that I'm very consciously, my level of queer, <laughs> my level of queerness a lot of the times ends up being dictated by where I know I'm going. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to a event or situation that's like markedly queer, I tend to look queerer. And if I'm doing something where I'm like, hmm, probably best not to stand out in this moment. Like if I'm yeah. traveling, going to the airport or something like that, I'll like tone it down. Yeah. Do you feel so. like that's, I mean, it's maybe probably more than one thing at once, but do you think that is kind of a, like a pressure to do that? Or is that something that's kind of, like, fun and exciting and you're just, like, conscious of it? But it, Or is it a thing where, like, okay, today I know I'm doing this, so I, like, have to plan. And it's kind of a, like, I think Because I think about this conversation kind of in relationship to when we have conversations about makeup. Where, like, for some people it's, like, a liberating thing, which is super awesome. And I think it is that. But then when it's, like, mm-hmm. you feel a pressure to always wear it. Yeah. That kind of thing. I feel that. I think, for me, <laughs> it ends up being not quite as hard in a sense that, like, if I'm changing my appearance to a situation, it's not as much I feel like I have to do this as much as 
like, I kind of want to do this, or maybe up to, like, I'm doing this, so I'm just, like, a little more comfortable, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, totally. Not as much, like, me feeling an obligation or severe pressure. Yeah, 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 totally. Do you think that, like, level or context of outness has anything to do with, like, how you might present yourself? Like, are there spaces? I mean, you mentioned that, like, you do consciously choose whether to look, like, more quote queer or not but does that have to do with like how out you might be in this space no because for me personally I don't have if there are any spaces that I'm not out in it's not that I'm specifically not out in that space it's just no one knows Mm -hmm. so there are no spaces for me where I'm like I need to make sure that no one here knows you know yeah 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 cool so I have like a little a list of a few things that I have both from my own judgment, but also from, like, conversations I've had with people, like, a list of things that are, quote, like, queer markers, and Mm -hmm. kind of want to run through some of them with you and see, like, your relationship with your queerness and XYZ, Mm -hmm. or just, like, queerness in general, but how you think about it. So the first, like, big, huge bonanza is hair in general, but within hair, thinking about hair length, Mm -hmm. usually more specifically in conversations with, like, AFAB people, um, but not just... And then hair dye is a big thing, and then also body hair. Yes. Like facial, and mostly facial, armpit, and legs, but Mm -hmm. other things too. So feelings about hair. (laughs) Well, I mean, for me, like, not being AFAB, like, Mm -hmm. I think that's definitely a more kind of taking on, like, short hair, buzz cut, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas for, like, AMAP people, it's more like, oh, that's just just you, that's normal. So I don't think I get those feelings as much with hair Mm -hmm. what were some of the other so there was the length thing um but then also hair dye if that's ever been a thing for you and then also body hair Mm. hair hair dye i definitely think i have a running like running joke with some of my friends that like you're not (laughs) you're not really (laughs) queer unless you've had purple hair yep which i have had (laughs) i have also had (laughs) (laughs) but i also like when i had purple hair is like i was doing it with my straight girlfriend. So it's like, it's weird because there are a lot of queer markers that don't automatically mean queer. They're mm-hmm. just common to a lot of queer people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's if, like you, but if you see, it, yeah, like if you <laughs> see a queer marker on someone, it doesn't automatically mean they're queer. But if you see a queer marker on a queer person, you're like, yeah. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. be expected. Totally. Um, do you have any body hair feelings? Like maybe with facial hair or with leg hair? I don't think so. Not for me personally. Okay. I mean, I have a lot of body hair and like, I like that, but it's like not linked to queerness for me. Mm-hmm. Cause again, I think yeah. that's more of a, um, ownership thing for AFAP people. Mm-hmm. Do you have any feelings about like piercings and tattoos? I love them, mm-hmm. but I don't have any personally, but I mean, maybe someday. <laughs> Although we, like, talked about this, there's, like, a mm-hmm. lot of overlap between, like, yeah. queer markers and punk right, markers. Right. Yeah. Because there's, That's like, also a lot of overlap later, between yeah. those communities. So, like, yeah. again, it's not easy to, like... Spot. <laughs> spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about makeup? That's my realm. <laughs> <laughs> and also jewelry is kind of... Yes. Mildly so, similar. as you know and can see <laughs> yeah, right now, Explain I a little bit for me what your jewelry that you have going on right now right now I have (laughs) a parachute cord bracelet that I wear a lot 
a black chain necklace that I'm wearing as like a bracelet that's like wrapped around my hand, like by my pinky. This super cheap came in a pack. (laughs) I love cheap jewelry. It's great (laughs) because it is so, and most people do not differentiate between Mm -hmm. cheap and expensive jewelry, except if you tell them where you got it. Yeah. So I have these super cute, got like three pack for $5 at H&M or Forever 21 (laughs) or whatever, like huge black stone, silver. Same with this one. This Mm -hmm. one's from Topshop. So it's like a, like brushed... Well, it used to be gray. <laughs> this is the only... I only have one ring that's, like, an actual, like, expensive ring because mm-hmm. that was... I got for my 18th birthday. And then I have a bracelet that's the same thing but that I got for my 20th birthday. But other than that, yeah. cheap jewelry all around. Yeah. It's weird for me because sometimes if I'm ever not wearing jewelry on my hands, even if it's, like, just because I wear the ring I got for my 18th birthday every day... But even if I don't have that on my hands, my hands feel weird and, mm-hmm. like, kind of naked, especially my wrists if I don't yeah. have bracelets on. But then I'm like, most people I know, this is how their hands and wrists are every day. So I'm yeah. just like, it's weird how I've, like, yeah. almost trained myself yeah. to be like, if I don't have this as part of myself, it feels weird, even though it's normal for I know, I think else. about that a lot because I go through phases where I, like, absolutely will never take anything off my wrists for, like... I don't know, at least six months, and then I I'm like, I have to take everything off. I used to do better. that all the time in high school. Yeah. Like, any bracelet I got would just stay on, yeah. stay, everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially with, yeah. um, when I was in marching band and drumline comp, so for each mm-hmm. of those competitions, all performers get, get one of those, like, paper wristbands, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, Sometimes you they have, like, off. concerts <laughs> or whatever, so I just, like, wouldn't take them off. They're just all on my wrists. Yeah. Some yeah, cute yeah. tan lines from I feel that. like that's, like, a, <laughs> a wonderful, like, teen thing. I've right? I've seen a lot. I've seen that a lot. I yeah. love it. I love when I see that. Like, yeah. Yes. Oh, you're doing all the things. <laughs> cool. So, like, let's talk about makeup. Okay. <laughs> so, this is one of the main ways that, like, you know, uh, like mm-hmm. I was talking earlier about how if I want to be, like, markedly queer, mm-hmm. or, like, depending on the space I'm going into. So, my daily face mm-hmm. ranges from no makeup which like doesn't happen that often I usually have like a little bit of like concealer or BB cream just cause like mm-hmm. <laughs> acne scars but then it could go all the way up to I do a really severe smoky eye sometimes which is cute Amazing. I usually fill in my eyebrows <laughs> and it's like I like makeup for me as a sometimes I like it for shock value cause that's cute yeah. I love making people go <gasps> who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but because it's like I never understood this how makeup is like very specifically associated with women and I never understood why that mm-hmm. was because for me it's like for me makeup is like clothing. Mm-hmm. It's like which shirt do you wear today or which do you wear pants or do you wear shorts? Do you put on makeup? Do you not put on makeup? Do you put something yeah. on your lips or not? So I've never understood why well I get why and like the societal implications behind it but I don't yeah, like how it developed into that. How it developed or like why it's yeah. upheld that way. Yeah, I also always think about the like masculinity so fragile things of like yeah. eyeliner and like mm-hmm. punk, like very much taking on makeup but like Again, having though, a But there are certain types of spaces where it's <clears throat> completely accepted mm-hmm. without being like specifically labeled a queer man. Right. Is like if you're like punk you can wear eyeliner or like if you're in a band right yeah like there are very specific subsets of men where it's like you can wear makeup it's fine without Mm -hmm. yeah i know totally having your masculinity and or sexuality questioned yeah i think hmm. about like 
I think theater still gets pretty, like, you're queer, even if you don't say so. But yeah. I think, like, um, most actors in Or films, acting in general. Yeah, yeah. Acting, like, a lot... I feel like film acting is, like, pretty straight domain. Very. Um, and then also, I, like, yes. fucking so, Like, they're never on stream without um, makeup. Yeah, like, the sports... Um, like commentator or like whatever news yeah people, like news anchors are like covered yeah <laughs> they're like i'm so heterosexual <laughs> <laughs> yeah. make a point of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah i get that yeah cool so we kind of talked about it a little bit but i'm interested in this kind of like quasi venn diagram or maybe it isn't like what the relationship is with like a radical or punk or alternative aesthetic and queerness like I don't know. I think there's maybe a link where like people who are queer are like generally more radical and alternative because of like these systems are a lot related. But sometimes there's like maybe a pressure because I'm like, oh, I'm queer now. I have to like do the like armpit hair thing. Or like I also think a lot about like buttons and pins and patches. Mm. Um, and also, do you have any buttons and things on your like jackets or? I do backpack? actually. I've always been intrigued by like buttons and patches because mm-hmm. I have noticed that that's. Like, I'd never associated that with queerness until I realized that the only people I know who use buttons and stuff <laughs> yeah. are the queer people in my life. So I'm yeah. like, where did that come from? I feel like it's a really cool thing of... I've talked to a few people, and there's been a mixed thing of either, like, yes, I totally do, and everything's covered, or, like, I don't like putting words on anything. Um, but I think there's a cool, like, claiming of space and kind of a, like, showing what identities and what circles you run in without having to always talk about it and being mm. like here's evidence of my like xyz mm, that's true i feel that yeah but you want to tell me about what buttons and things you have um let's see because all the buttons i have are on my backpack right now cute i have <laughs> i have like the same ones. so i have a few from mlk week which happened last week um one says demand justice and one says be legendary which like i try i have a little <laughs> button from lambda legal it says, I, blue triangle, equality. So I love equality. I have my ask me my gender pronouns button, and with that, my he, him button. Funny thing, <laughs> earlier today, when I was walking out of class, my um, backpack got caught on something, and the <gasps> he, him button, like, flew off. And I'm like, I feel like this is saying something. <laughs> Amazing. So, and then I have my ally week buttons from last year, and then I have a... Um, button that I got at the National Theatre in London. Oh, cool. Which is really cute because I love the National Theatre. It's one of my favorite Amazing. theaters. Specifically the um, the larger one. I forgot what it's called. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful theatre. Cool. It's like a cavern yeah. basically. And then I have another one. I think it like fell, it fell off because the pin's been like really annoying. Mm-hmm. But it's like um, While you search for that mm-hmm. can you want to ponder a little bit on like your experiences with shopping and like any te- tension shopping for clothes no, um, any it. tension you might feel like in the gendered sections or like what kind of places you go to well for me I think this also relates back to what I was saying about how when I dress more feminine or wear women's clothes or um, present more femininely it's I'm being very pointed and like I almost like the, like, turning heads or the people looking at you like you're not supposed to look like that. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, like, if I'm going to, if I'm, like, shopping in the women's section or if I'm, like, going to, like, a, like, um, feminine store, I, like, almost, like, expect and, like, want people to be, like, why are you here? (laughs) Like, I mean, those, you know those looks. Yeah, I do. (laughs) "Hmm." 
I don't know about you as a person. I can't classify you. Exactly. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So I almost cool. like try to attract that on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I wonder what that says about me, but whatever. No, I like it. I think that <laughs> is, can be, I think there's a pattern where like that is a kind of queer thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not an experience of like pain and survival, but like for a lot of people it's like, yeah, I'm here and I'm queer and like fucking deal with it and that's great. <laughs> mm. um, I have noticed though that like especially in New York, for the most part, I mean this is a general New York thing. I don't think this speaks as much to like the way New York deals with queer people as mm-hmm. much as just the way New York deals with people. Mm-hmm. As that most people are like they don't care about you. Yeah. Which I like, which is part of one of my favorite things about the city is that no one cares about me. Yeah. Which a lot of people hate, but whatever. It's like um, a somewhat ha- like surprisingly I lo- soothing. I love it because yeah. I like that um, when you're in the city, there are so many people, you can't possibly care about them all, so you end up not yeah. caring about anyone. Mm-hmm. And I like that no one cares about me because then it means I can do whatever I want without being accountable to anyone, without mm-hmm. having to like explain myself. Yeah. Because you could like... Literally go out to the park, do whatever you want. And the yeah. most you'll get is some people going, hmm, like videotaping it, being like, yeah. cool art I saw on the park today. <laughs> so there's yeah. like this freedom in a crowd. Yeah. Everyone's doing their own thing. Yeah. And no one cares. <laughs> awesome. Um, so kind of switching gears for a sec, I'm wondering about like how queer aesthetics have played out for you, if they have at all, um, in like relationship with people, not necessarily romantic, but that also, um, where or sexual, but like, both okay within the relationship so like is there a kind of an aesthetic um dynamics thing that you feel like oh this person like we look a certain way and then also within that like how you have you ever felt things about like people seeing you in certain kinds of ways like Mm -hmm. how are they reading me aesthetically with this person next to me okay I think one thing that the first thing that comes to mind that I think is interesting is like So my best friend is a straight girl and we have never, we hang out all the time. A lot of it's, a lot of the times like just me and her, Mm -hmm. it'll like just be me over at her room. She lives in one of the dorms and we've never been read as like, oh, they're hooking up or like, oh, they're dating secretly or Mm -hmm. like they're seeing each other. Whereas one of my other guy friends who also lives in the same building, who, um, his best friend is... Like, his two best friends are also girls, Mm -hmm. and they're over at his room all the time. And, like, on more than one occasion, people have been like, oh, they're, like, together secretly, or, like, they're seeing each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, even his roommate last year, who, um, so, like, the three of us are all good friends. Mm -hmm. So, like, whenever my friend went over to his room, Mm -hmm. they lived in the same building, they were over there all the time. Towards the end of the year, his roommate was like, would, like, always shade him, mm-hmm. thinking, like, oh, they're hooking up or something like that. Mm. So yeah. it's interesting that, like, I think because I'm very specifically read as queer that those kinds of assumptions never get lumped onto me, mm-hmm. which is good and bad, but... Yeah. Interesting, yeah. Cool. So we're, like, close with time, but I'm curious. My, like, cute last question is, what mm-hmm. is your favorite article of clothing and why? Mm. And it doesn't have to be, like... <laughs> ultimate every day forever but like at this moment (laughs) what is the answer (laughs) at this moment i love i think still those damn shoes Mm, the best shoes explain yes so i have the this pair of four inch platform platform suede heels from asos Mm -hmm. that i got for like more than 50 percent off is great 
And oh, it was a blessed day when that happened. <laughs> it really was. It actually, they were on sale for a while because it took mm. me like two months before I was like, because I'm a very slow shopper. I'm very deliberate. Yeah. I like never buy things unless I'm like, yes, for sure. Yeah. Which is like good because I don't like end yeah. up spending a lot of money, which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but nice. yeah, so I have this pair, which is the first pair of heels that I've like worn and like, I love them so much and everyone's, and it's like, heels are just a great thing. Mm-hmm. Again, this goes back to, like, the... I get that this comes from, like, me growing up um, masculine and being a map in general. And that, like, for me, makeup and wearing heels and stuff like that is a very empowering thing, whereas most people yeah. who wear heels and wear makeup feel like if they don't, they get criticized. Yeah. So I'm just, like, it's weird yeah. to, like, grapple yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. That, like, these are very, like, empowering article of clothing, and I love wearing these as an option and, like, I think mm-hmm. it comes from them being an option for me. Whereas, right. like, for most people, like, they're a requirement. Right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Do you have any, like, last thoughts about, like, queerness and aesthetics? <laughs> I want to say, I think I meant to bring this up earlier, but the main lipstick I normally wear is this, mm-hmm. like, really bright purple. Mm-hmm. And I have noticed that that's, like, one of my favorite queer markers mm-hmm. is, like, really obnoxiously bright lips. Yes! Like, I've seen yellow lipstick, Mm -hmm. neon orange. Purple's my favorite. Any kind of purple lips, especially, like, bright, like, violet. Yeah, I love dark, like, black, dark blue, That too. I'm actually really excited because I just, I got, um, a Jeffree Star, um, liquid to matte lipstick Mm -hmm. that just got there and I need to go (gasps) pick up the package and I'm like, oh! I can't wait for the snapshot. My endless search <laughs> for the perfect matte black yeah, lip right? is so difficult, but yeah. hopefully it's over. I know. I have this, like, I basically, I used to wear lipstick all the time, and I wear, like, a million colors, and just ridiculous, um, but now I pretty much only wear this one, which is, like, Vava Violet every day, <laughs> um, but it was, like, running out. I love cosmetic names. Right, though? Beautiful. Oh, my God. I especially like that this specific matte black lipstick that I just ordered is called Weirdo. Yes! Love it. Yeah. I'm so here for the, like, queer means weird. <laughs> it's true. Me for too. Me. <laughs> I, right. I, take, I take pride in being weird. Yeah. Yeah. Us weirdos sticking together. <laughs> All right. Yay. That was wonderful. Thank okay. you. Okay. <laughs>